Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, July the 30th of the 17th week of the year. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 14, verses 1 through 12. Matthew 14, verses 1 through 12. And in this particular episode that we will reflect on this morning, we see one of the more dramatic and really uh, horrific things that take place. It is the beheading of John the Baptizer. There is a tendency to believe that if all we do is follow the Lord, that everything will be nothing but blue skies and green lights. That uh, the gospel is something like a rather spiritual fairy tale where we live happily ever after. And everything goes well here on earth. The happily ever after is not for this world. The happily ever after is for the world in which we are in God's presence for all eternity in heaven above. John the Baptizer, as we know, has been faithful throughout the whole of his life as the voice crying in the wilderness, Make straight ye the way of the Lord, Straighten his paths, fill in the valleys and the low places. Repent and reform your lives. And the baptizer was faithful to just that, baptizing every day at the Jordan and calling the people to repentance. For the time of deliverance was upon them and the Savior was among them although he had not yet revealed himself. And he confronted the religious authorities, the brood of vipers, the whited sepulchres filled with dead men's bones, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, all of those in power, and those who are in political power, such as Herod, And so when you do that, you incur a great deal of enemies. Animosity builds up, and you have to decide, do you want the favor of humans, or do you seek the glory of God? For John, the answer was clear. He is the voice, the one raised up to herald the presence of the Messiah. And John had confronted Herod and called him to repentance because it was uh, Herodias, the wife of Herod's brother Philip. They got married, and he had taken her in marriage. And John the Baptist had told him, Herod, it is not right for you to live with her. It's not right for you. And Herod wanted to kill him 
but was afraid because the people considered John a prophet, a holy man of God. And one day Herod has a birthday party celebrating uh, himself, naturally. And Herodias' daughter, Salome, she does a dance, and it so pleases uh, the drunk Herod that he swears he will give her anything she asks. And prompted by hatred, vengeance, uh, Herodias says to Salome, tell him to give you the head of John the baptizer. That's what I want. And the king, Herod, immediately has, he has misgivings, he has second thoughts. But because he gave his oath, an oath totally invalid, an oath to do evil, an oath born of drunkenness and lust, because he lusted after Salome. And he didn't want to appear to somehow go back on his word in front of his guest. Heaven forbid that would happen. So what does he do? He sends the order that John is to be beheaded in prison. And John head, John's head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who took it to her mother. What a present. What a present. Later, his disciples, John's disciples, presented themselves to carry his body away and bury it. And then they informed Jesus. That's the real cost of discipleship, isn't it? At times, we are asked to sacrifice our very heads to obey God rather than men. Because at times in our life, sometimes small, sometimes dramatic, we are asked to choose the path of God's glory or the praise of human beings, which is fleeting and passing and which is highly volatile? Or do we seek the praise and glory of Almighty God, which is for eternity? There are many people around the world today who are sacrificing and witnessing, even to the point of death, yes, to the point of death, in order to remain faithful to Almighty God. These are the martyrs that are among us. And each day, we in our own lives may suffer a kind of martyrdom. We may be asked to be silent, to denounce what we know to be right and true, to denounce our Christian faith, to denounce the person of Christ, because we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to uh, fall off of the favored list. We want to make sure we're at the parties or at the uh, in-crowd activities. We can't uh, risk the promotion or the advancement, all of which passes away, quickly passes away, especially compared to eternity. And yes, we suffer for that. Friends are no longer friends. Of course, they never really were. We're passed over for the job. Invitations go out and we're not on the list.
Our children are not included in the activities. All of those things. What the apostles of the early church did was that they celebrated and rejoiced that they were found worthy to suffer for the sake of Almighty God, to be one with Christ in his suffering. So let us today be one with John the Baptizer. Let us remain resolute in our faith. Let us have the courage to speak, to witness to the truth, always in love, always in love, but the truth nonetheless. For in doing so, it is the truth that sets us free. It is the courage we need to walk in God's truth that will truly set us free and lead us to eternal life. May we give to each other in love and share with one another God's eternal truth in Christ. God bless you.